Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the You Thrive Everyday Show. And today, we have a special, special, special guest. All the guests are special, okay? <laughs> this is a particularly special guest. Today, we are going to be talking about spirituality, what's going on, and their individual journey and where they, where they have come from and where they are going on their spiritual path. So, would you like to introduce yourself? And first of all, start off introducing yourself and let the people know where you're from. Well, firstly, um, I'm from Georgia. My name is KJ Howard. Most people know me as my artist name, Hamish Kifa. But for my social medias, um, I'll go by the name of KJ Howard. And I specialize in psychology, spiritual growth, and connecting to oneself and utilizing the elementary elements. So. That's what I'm here to help y'all with today. Nice. Okay. So I know a lot of people have been hearing, you know, especially in these spiritual streets, mm -hmm. that it's the age of Aquarian. Aquarian. Right, right. Everybody's like, what is that? What are they talking about? Enlightenment, awaken, golden age. Like, what is all right. You know? So basically, so basically what, what's going on um, right now is something that you can like correlate to um, the Big Bang. Or, or you can correlate to, you know, new beginnings. And, you know, this is the age of exposure. This is the age of karma. A lot of people have associated karma with negative traits. But sometimes karma is you actually receiving something good. So the age of Aquarius is all about things coming into the light, about things being exposed, whether for good or bad. Whether um, is about you actually waking up to your true identity, you know, your true self being connected to your spiritual lineage so this is the time where a lot of people are finding out their gifts and what can they give the universe and this is the time where people are finding out that certain individuals that are around them are no longer serving a purpose for for them so it could be a very good thing for some people or it can be a very bad thing for some people per se okay so this is about planetary placements is what you're mm -hmm. right right and so this is Pluto in Aquarius. Yes, yes. This is Pluto in Aquarius. Also, like this new age moon, we just recently had a full moon. So this full moon is really supportive of you actually grounding yourself and actually doing the shadow work. That's something that I wanted to talk about today as well, especially with the new age spiritual spiritual groups and the conscious leaders in this community that we have going on. There are a lot of people starting to dive deeper into angelic numbers and learning about 222, 444, sand grand rising, working with ancestral worship, things of that nature. But the true spiritual growth comes from you actually diving deeper within yourself, actually doing the shadow work and, and facing the things that you are hindering yourself from growing from. A lot of people are diving into spirituality without actually doing the shadow work. So this is why you're running and getting readings and you're doing tarot cards and you put it on these beads, these crystals, these onks, these, you know, these, these accessories, but your internal problems are still going on. Your subconscious problem is still going on because you have things that you need to address within yourself. Also something that's in the correlation to, to that or what I'm saying is, we all have soul contracts. So when you got to earth, you have already agreed on the things that you was going to go through. A lot of people don't realize this. So they view their trauma as a punishment. They view 
their insecurities as a punishment, their flaws as a punishment. But as you ascend, as you dive deeper into your spirituality or your conscious awakening or realize you in the age of queries, the more that you realize that you chose your parents, you chose your flaws, you chose your insecurities, you chose your traumas, you chose your, your, your relationships. All of these things was used and, and supposed to be used as learning lessons. And, and, and they're supposed to be used on your elevation, not something that you use and, and seeing it as something negative. Okay. So um, shadow work, that's another uh, mm -hmm. topic that's been floating around here and seems to be very popular. For mm -hmm. those that have no clue what that means, please give us your perspective on what shadow work is. Okay, so um, without diving into all the higher ranks of you know, cleansing, such as sage, palo, incense, the spiritual spiritual world, without you know people who have knowledge of those things, the, the basics is basically just going into the room, cutting off all the lights, and listening to those thoughts within yourself. Or going into a bathroom, cutting the lights off, and listening to those inner voices within yourself. Because those inner voices that are within yourself, these are your... This is your ego. This is this is what you have picked up while you have been in your physical realm. Most of it could be you no know, traumatic or some of it could be good. But that voice within yourself that is telling you, oh, you're not good enough or you remember when you made this mistake or you are not good at money. Whatever your subconscious programming is, is usually louder when you go inside of the dark. So this is why most people have problems sleeping. This is why most people develop insomnia because they're they're too busy being stuck inside of that subconscious programming loop that is forcing them to face all the things that they haven't addressed. So if you suppress anything, it's going to become stronger. It's all it's almost like a baby. So if like if you ignore a baby and you think, oh don't worry about that baby. It's just gonna it's just gonna stop crying eventually. That baby is gonna pick up that volume is going to pick up that frequency of that cry is going to pick up. And this is what's going on inside of the community with people who are having problems and traumatic issues within themselves that they haven't addressed. Okay. So we're saying shadow work is turning in and being an observer kind of to what those thoughts are that are playing right. out in your mind. Right. Absolutely. And so once we hear the negative chatter, then mm -hmm. what do we do with that? What are you supposed to do when you hear the negative chatter or when you see the negative illusions or the images that you are uncomfortable with? What you're supposed to do is actually don't run from it, address it, stand firm in it and, and, and allow your higher self voice to say, I am stronger than this illusion. I am stronger than this voice. I am stronger than this subconscious program. So now you force that subconscious to bow down to what you want to do. So if you if it's almost like a dog or something picking up fear, if it, if it senses fear, it's going to attack you more. And that's something I want to talk about also about people having a, the light or being chosen or being, you know, this great wall of peace. You know, you're actually going to attract more things that are going to try to stop you. This is what a lot of people don't talk about when they say all oh, peace and love and light, beloved. This is why I tell people peace and chaos. Because chaos energy is creative energy. You can't just be all peace, love, and light because Ooh, you're going to get hit. Yeah, you can't be kumbaya because you're going to get hit with so many tests that you, then you all you know is peace. And now you're going to be in a, in a Martin Luther King defense mechanism where you feel like you got to 
turn the other cheek and now you ain't got no no defense mechanism within yourself because you feel like you got to defeat chaos with peace and that doesn't always happen. And I think that's important because mm -hmm. people need to understand always that this reality, this earth mm -hmm. bound is duality. Right. So you're always going to have the other side of the coin, right? right. Absolutely. And so we come here for the challenges and the challenges are the learning, right? Right. right. So as what, what I, what I hear you saying is, so as what we call light beings, or as you climb higher up this ladder, you're right. you're also going to face those challenges slash learning lessons, which right, is absolutely. Yeah, that you're talking about. Absolutely, and this um this is a result of some someone considering himself a chosen being or or an enlightened one or or a star seed or something of that nature. So here's a great analogy and example. So say for instance, there was a light in the middle of the woods. And you are the only light inside of this woods in a, in a pitch black darkness. Whether you know it or not, you're going to attract everything inside of the woods. So this is what people are doing inevitably when they are raising their consciousness, raising their frequency, raising their spirituality. You're going to be hit with different tests. The more you add, that's we can have another segment about the chakra systems. But the more you activate your heart chakra. Meaning the more you're going to be giving off love, giving off positive affirmations, giving off high frequencies. And the more you do that, you're going to have the opposite. But the opposite is needed for your growth as well. So the opposite really revolves around the polarity system. The polarity system talks about it being two sides of each coin, a head, a tail, cold, hot. This is the polarity system. Everything has the opposite. And some people feel as if they should just have one thing. You know, you can't just have good without knowing bad. You can't even be spiritual or wise or conscious without having bad experiences. You have to have experiences when you were foolish, when you, you wasn't in your right mind. This is how you develop your intuition. This is how you develop your discernment. So in other words, you have to make mistakes in order to realize what not to do to become the best version of yourself. Right. So so be so be appreciative of, of those relationships that didn't go right. Be appreciative of that job that you lost. Be appreciative of that car that got told. Be appreciative of those experiences. The, well, so then this would be the argument, right? Like, right, absolutely. You know, I got six kids. They didn't came in right. my car. I'm distraught. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my babies to school. How we get to work? What yeah, yeah. About? Be appreciative. They just took my car. Exactly. So see, see, how that, do I mm -hmm. come from a place of appreciation, you know, when I got all these responsibilities, I got all this shit going because, on. Because because <laughs> now now you have to change the perception of, of, of what you're what you're dealing with, because in order for you to stress about something, you have to have it. You know, you can't stress about a car payment if you don't have a car. You can't stress about bills if you don't have a house. You can't stress about, you know, health if, if you're not alive. So this is the argument that you need to start having within yourself and, and realize that on the other spectrums of the world, there's somebody who doesn't have a house. There's somebody who doesn't have a car. There's somebody who doesn't have a job. So it actually helps you limit the complaining aspects of yourself, because the more you complain, the more you invite. Also, this is something that we don't know as energetic beings. We don't realize whatever frequency that we are vibrating on, we're going to receive the most. And with you being just that's why I tell people to be a balance, be a medium within your own life. You can't just namaste, ashe, alafia, all peace, all peace, all peace. Because when something go bad and you're doing that and you don't know the other aspect of yourself, your ego side, 
And now you now they're gonna take advantage of you. Now, this is why people get you know cheated on multiple times. This is why people get be in abusive relationships. This is why people just hang around a whole bunch of people that they know aren't good for them, but for the sake of having friends, they allow these individuals to stay in their life and increase their negative subconscious program. Oh, wow. So we're talking about basically having a healthy balance in, in your emotional language and feeling, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. that's what send people over the edge when quote unquote negative stuff happens to them. Right. Absolutely. There's no emotional balance. Right. Mm -hmm. So how would you say that we start to create that balance? Um, by um actually start paying attention to yourself. Start recognizing what makes you feel good. Start recognizing how you feel when you go around certain individuals my one of my most important thing is is what me and my wife talk about all the time but what about the the reaction of how you feel due to certain foods because i come from eating meat every day and every year and once i change my diet to be more aware of what i eat now i eat more leafy greens now i eat more nutrient rice and things of that nature with me understanding benefits of food now i have better cognitive thoughts meaning now i think clear now i feel more alive now i'm more energetic opposed to when i was on that diet of eating meat and always being lazy and having extreme nightmares and being super aggressive and just comparing and, and contrasting how i was to how i am now so for other individuals just start to pay attention to what makes you feel good and don't be afraid of diving more into what makes you feel good. Sometimes we suppress ourselves because we think that other things are more important than what makes us feel good. Like, example, a job. Uh, you can give your all 100 percent to the job. But if you stop attending to yourself, you're not even going to energetically feel good enough to perform at that job. So that can make you lose that job as well. So yourself is always most important. Relate relationships too, relationships too, and also being a parent. Cause I'm sorry, I had I had to I had to include that because there are a lot of lot of parents that say my children come first. But if, even if you put your children before you, then you wouldn't even be in a position to love yourself enough to treat your children right. And I can, <laughs> as a parent, I can say that, um, you know, man, that like is so profound what you're saying because. I was fortunate enough to have a child later on in life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That 40 mark, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. I, I, I was, yeah, no, I, it's I beautiful. No it's beautiful. Regret. But what was so beautiful about that is that I had done a lot of inner work. Right. You know? And if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to give so much to her because I wouldn't have had the understanding of how to do mm -hmm. it. And that's People can tell you this shit all day that you have to give it to yourself first. But when you actually do it, the experience is much greater than the words can describe. Right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. That's it, it, uh, a huge thing to say. And especially in relationships with one mm -hmm. another, we have to right. definitely keep that in mind because a lot of us, and like you said, we'll get into the chakras, are mm -hmm. vibrating you know, in these lower chakras. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So 
that looking for love and outside of yourself before you right. get within yourself, we end up in these relationships, you know, that are kind of toxic. Right. Um, so if you would expand more on that, that would be great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our chakras, if, if people are wanting to know more knowledge of the chakras, you can go and research what the chakras actually do. But from right here, what we're talking about, the chakras are actually energetic points within your body. And each chakra represents an emotion and a connection to what you're trying to do and convey. Um, some of our experiences that we have in this physical plane, they throw off our chakras. So if you go through a lot of traumatic experiences, this could alter and block your root chakra. This could make you more aggressive. This could make you more opposed to doing things. A lot of things come from fear. So fear is one of the most biggest things that prevent us from, you know, activating our, our heart chakra and our, and our solar plexus, which revolves around creativity and, you know, sexuality and, and healthy sexuality and things of that nature. So a lot of people are not doing the work of activating their root chakra, which is the survival instincts. So if you're lacking finances and you're lacking self-love and you're dealing with guilt and tension and those things the the worst thing to do is actually try to get in a relationship with somebody else because now you're going to put all that negative energy that you have within yourself onto somebody else and a lot of people don't realize that it is key to actually love yourself first so that you can able to be able to produce love in a, in a healthy way in a relationship and that that is the the, the heart chakra connection because when you start to love yourself, then you can activate your heart chakra, which is what allows you to flow in love and to actually genuinely accept things for what they are and to see love in a lot of different things. But a lot of people have a, a closed off heart chakra in a relationship. A lot of people would be in a relationship with a closed off heart chakra. And that is, we didn't even got to the throat chakra, which revolves around the communication. So all of our chakras have a lot to do for our day to day experiences and, and communications that we have and, and it affects you know relationships jobs personalities families everything people don't understand that even a dog can have chakras this is a, this is what we're dealing with right and so it's kind of like um your own inner universe yeah absolutely that's that's what we are this is why if people follow me on my page this is something that i um i, I preach Often, I preach often that we are gods. We are gods, gods and gods and goddesses, you know, and actually the, the black woman is God. So every race, you know, was created from the black woman's gene, you know, whether it's Indian, whether it's European, whether it's Asia, all of them come from the Eve gene, something called the Eve gene. And this is how all races are created. So the black woman is God and the men are made in the image and the likeness of, of the God. Hold on. Okay. Because this is controversial. Yeah, this is gonna be a this gonna be a room shaker right there. This conversation a room shaker right there. This is but, some controversial but, shit. Okay, so let's just yeah. I mean, but yeah, this is this is this is a part of you no know, occult occult science and so, a psychology and, and you know dealing with the darkness in the other side, the inner side, because the people who are per se running the world, elites, governments, there's nobody more elite than us. Let's get that out the way. 
But the people who they say are Illuminati and, and things of that other nature, people don't realize that these people are actually praising the black woman behind the scene. So you think that they all evil and drinking blood and dealing with Catholic and all the other stuff, but these people are actually worshiping in what you're supposed to be worshiping and giving you something else to worship so they can keep you in fear and in control. A lot of people don't don't understand this. They have you no know, Romans and, and you know popes and things like that who are actually understanding the chemist system. The chemist system work with worshiping the black woman because we understand that the black woman's intuition dreams and, and and thoughts are more powerful than ours and this is how we connect to ourselves the feminine energy the feminine energy revolves around creativity and expression and love and compassion and, and getting things done you know what i'm saying so a lot of people tend to mistake what feminine energy is it's something that's within all of us and if you are with a man that's not in his feminine energy the only thing he's going to do is, is work and ignore you or he's going to work and not communicate with you or work and not never tell you how you feel he's, he's going to work and not even care about how you feel because caring about how somebody else feel is an empath energy and that's also a feminine energy mm. so now like i said this is very controversial because mm -hmm. I have been insulted, disrespected, and talked to crazy, you know what I'm saying, when right. I uh, deliver this message. So why do you think that it is so hard for some men to wrap their minds around? Uh, oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's an easy question to answer. That's an easy question to answer. You're talking about wrapping their minds around, understanding that the woman is God and understanding that you have to appreciate the woman and respect the, the feminine energy and things of that nature. Well, one of the, I can talk about myself first. That's one thing I like doing. I like to talk about myself before I just point the finger at anybody else. So people can get a, a more profound way of viewing what I'm, what I'm saying, saying and expressing to them. Well, I come from, you know, a lot of negative subconscious programming through music, through my environment, through the people I'm around. And this is something that is inside of, you know the music industry to disrespect the black woman and, and degrade her for monetary gain or or to make it seem as if you are a better man the more you disrespect you know women in general so that is a curse on our people within itself so but as you start to dive deeper into spirituality you start to learn about things as my yet the 42 laws of my yet and you understand the chemistry system and, and you dive deeper into it the more you realize that these people was praising the woman and they took that away from the culture and gave you something that said, praise, amen. So now you got to say amen, which is really a man, a son deity from Egypt. So now you you don't even, some people don't even know they're worshiping three different deities. So it's like it takes you away from actually praising the real God, which is the black woman. So, again, why do you. Of course, it's ego involved. Absolutely. But. Do you feel like maybe it's a a power loss, a feeling of powerlessness? Right, absolutely. It's almost it's, it's almost like, to wrap their mind around, especially yeah. when you talk about the fact that we're no, we we were never supposed to be patriotic. No, know? no, no, like, absolutely, absolutely patriotic. It's like what? No, 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 no. This is why I received a lot of um, a lot of backlash when I told um, individuals on my Facebook platform that we are supposed to be men. What I'm talking about in specific, we are supposed to be. We have this title that man is supposed to lead and things like that and provide and things of that nature. But that that is that is a whole nother system. 
that is a whole nother program that has been placed on us. Actually, women lead us and protect us spiritually, and we do the work physically. So we are supposed to be following the intuition and the dreams in, of the woman. And this is how you bring forth a better union within yourself. But, but when you are living in the reverse mode, now nothing get accomplished. Because now you're operating on ego and you're operating on what you think that should be evolved around your relationship. So that is a problem within our community as well. So not only did they do a good job as removing the man from the household, they did a good job in removing the mindset from the woman to forget who she is. So that's what we're dealing with. Right. Steve Harvey's book. Uh, also, 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 uh, also, also another, another thing um, is like we men are su sub subconsciously programmed to fear white men. And to fear people who are in, in law. So it goes always back to slavery days. So this is why a man feel like he can, some low vibrational men, I'm not going to say all men, low vibrational men, men who are operating on, on nigga time, not God-like time. So this is why those individuals argue with women, fight women, hit women. And the first thing they do is turn around and put their hands behind their back when the police come. So it's a subconscious programming thing. Like you're not afraid to go at war with your own kind or even a divine feminine opposite. But as soon as the law or somebody you think is above you subconsciously comes and confront the situation, now you see how small you actually are. So it could be one white, white man come and you just hit four or five different women in the house. As soon as this one little white man come with a gun on his, on his side badge, you, you complying, you're quiet, you, you, you're scared, you're in fear. So they have did a subconscious work on our community to make us not even realize who we are as men. So now we subconsciously bow down to the white man, Satan. And so people don't get how deep this programming is, right? right. And so mm -hmm. we think of it from a simplistic common sense, right? Mm -hmm. When a lot of these laws were created, what what goes together? Religion and politics. Right? Well, yeah, well, religion and politics have a, a play within, you know, they, they play off each other. You know what I'm saying? Religion and politics really play off of each other. And a lot of, you know, political conversations and things that, that get discussed at the table revolve around fear of other individuals. If you take away fear out of the equations, there are a lot of individuals that will start to prosper, but people are afraid to quit their job they don't like because of fear. People are afraid to move out of their home because of fear of not finding someone to stay. So that just that just base of that root chakra blockage prevents people to actually activate their pioneer gland, their third eye, and, and, and connect with their crown chakra. And your crown chakra allows you to dive back into your theta stage. Your theta stage is what babies are in. This is why they are stuck in their imagination and they can create and they can have fun. And they can just you can give them a, a ball and walk off. And this thing, no, they, they over there have fun with it. This is why babies are. This is why I say babies are smarter than adults. We don't need to teach the babies. We need to teach the adults to be more like babies. So when you say theta stage, of course, mm -hmm. most of us know what that means. But for some mm -hmm. of us who are new to this information, explain that. Well, theta stage is a it's uh it's a it's a, almost a conversation that your brain gives your body when you are sleeping. So when you start to daydream, you know, when you start to astral project or when you are going into that element of dreaming and imagination, this is what we call theta stage. 
You know, so babies are automatically inside of better stage. We have become better stage, better, better. So better is revolving around just the logical aspects of, of being alive and worrying about bills and analytical and numbers and what your job is doing and who can let that's the, the better stage. But they, that's what they wanted us to do, because when you're in your better stage, now you can create your dream job. Now you can think about how you want to be. Now you can think about how you want money to be flowing to you. So that this is how they affect our community by keeping us in this, this lower chakra vibration. So now we feel like we're surviving instead of creating. Mm -hmm. So why is it important? Because there's different stages that the mind go or what is a better word? Um, different, I guess, vibrations. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Different, stage, different stages. Different vibrational stages that the mind right. goes in, right? Right. And I mean, to simplify what you're saying, um, for the for the people, because you know they not they not gonna be a lot of people not gonna be on our you know our, our level of conveying this conversation. So I'm trying to simplify it as, as as much as I can. So basically, your brain waves and how you think is really is gonna revolve around the level of trauma that you experience. So whatever you haven't healed from, whatever you haven't addressed, whatever you haven't faced haven't come to terms with is usually the controller of the subconscious mind so think of your mind and this will help you go forward I'm talking to the, the, the people this is help you go forward think of your brain as a computer or a laptop mm -hmm. and actually look at the documents that are on the laptop and make sure that you see that trash can icon because this is where you're going to be breaking those Negative da negative downloads and negative subconscious thinking, those negative programs, and putting them inside of that trash can. And I don't want to say recycle. You need to trash it. You know what I'm saying? So people don't realize their brain is a computer. And the more they don't realize it, the more this your heart is 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 way stronger and smarter than your brain. So most people need to start tapping into how they feel, not how they think. That could help out a lot of people. That does because the one of the hugest problems is that, and you know, when we have these, uh, I, I like the word debates, you know, people mm -hmm. put a negative mm -hmm. connotation on that, but it could be healthy, it could be healthy, <laughs> exactly. Healthy debates, right? Um, a lot of times, um, it's from an intellectual and logical freaking standpoint, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, which is the right. mind. I've had a lot of discussions with other humans that feel a way about me saying that your heart, <laughs> what we use the mind for is what we're supposed to be using our heart for. You know, right. like we're to think from our hearts, not our minds. And mm -hmm. we're like, no, my heart gets me in trouble. And yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a problem. And just like the key word, what you said, humans. You know, because once you start to see yourself as God, as a goddess, now you're even just saying those words is bringing you a different vibration to bring you a different results within your life, to bring you a different experiences within your life. So even if you're saying you are a human, 
you're automatically limiting limiting your power to create and you're limiting your power to be a god or a goddess so you're going to see um an aspect as debating as something that is negative but when you are a god like and you have ascended and you raise your frequency to stop being like a hue hue man you know what i'm saying a color man when you stop thinking like that then you realize that you are you know the the mind the, the soul and the spirit and not the physical flesh then you don't look at you know things as an argument some things are usually you know for you to take and assess and to become better because sometimes you can look at how someone deflects and think and how they oppose things and how they disagree with things to help you do better but if you just take everything as an insult or a criticism then you can't allow your brain to construct and i just want to add a little bit to what you were saying which is the fact that we are all gods we create our mm -hmm. own reality so if you're coming from that standpoint that perspective then that negative mind chatter, if you follow it and observe it to the mm -hmm. end, it doesn't even make sense, right? right. It makes Absolutely. no sense because you you are God. You are the creator, right? right? So, Which means that you, 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 it comes from, you know, some people have to dive deeper into what they believe, you know, as far as their religion and things of that nature. Because for me, I can't speak for any other individual, but when I got out of Christianity and, and I started to question things of that nature, and, and you think about how they say people are born and how man was created, you know, uh, from the rib, and and you be like, that doesn't even make logical sense. So once you realize that the yoni it is the portal for us to get over here in the physical realm, that shows you that women are gods, first of all. And then that shows you that you are supposed to be creating your own reality because nobody can tell you that was the way that you got here. If you know that's not even physically possible, you don't hear any documents in a hospital. Oh, this person was just born for somebody real. That isn't logical. <laughs> that's not a logical way of seeing life. So the more you dive into spiritual aspects, the more you start to see the irrational things that have been put inside of our minds as far as our belief and programs and they're telling you to fear God, but you are God. So now you fear yourself and being stuck inside of fear and now you can't create. Wow. Yeah, okay. it, it did a good. They did they did a working on our people. They did a working on our people as far as limiting our own power and then going behind the scenes and and, and worshiping praying into what we need to be worshiping with worshiping and doing. You know, exactly. as far as you no know, hand signs and mudras and chakras like these people who control the world you know what i'm saying who run the government they know about these things like these people know about these things already so this is why they are in power and they're not afraid to go into their dark side a lot of a lot of black people are afraid to go into their dark side afraid to address their shadows afraid to do that inner healing work and this prevents you from actually using all the things that you've been through to as an asset, as a tool to make you be the version of yourself that you want to be. But if something inside of yourself is screaming and his voice is louder than the one that's saying that you are something good, then, then more than likely your brain is going to tend to lean to that side. Right. And most of the time, the screaming is the the voices attached to the spacesuit, the human body. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, so, yes. So let's get into this because I, I love to hear people's um, different perspectives and it helps um, it helps people out too. So what are what are we from your perspective? 
what is the difference between the soul and the spirit? My my from my perspective, the difference between the soul and the spirit, like this little dog barking right next to me, that that would be spirit. That would be spirit, the bark. But the soul is what and, and invocates the bark. The soul is what gives the spirit permission to do what it is trying to do. So the soul is is the source. The spirit is the outlet, and the physical body is the production. <laughs> from my from my, from my, from my perception, you know, uh, somebody else may have a different way of breaking that down. You know what I'm saying? But that's just no, a I get way it. I, can do I love it. it. Because, you know, like I said, where your level of awareness is, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. But what I need you to do <laughs> is we need something a little bit more layman terms. You know what I'm saying? Because we're, okay. we're operating. We have some people that are operating where, you know, the soul and the spirit is the same thing. Um, right, right. And then what is then we have some people who feel literally I've heard this many, 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 many times. Well, well, this can maybe maybe this can, maybe this can help. That is. Maybe, just yeah. Maybe. System. Yeah. Now, that's something that's something that you got to question within yourself. If you say like say that anyway, because, you know, spirit is <laughs> spirituality. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't have spirituality without spirit. You know, you're invoking the spirit within yourself. But like, like I say, everybody, some people can have a bad spirit. You know, you can have a bad spirit on you or you can be the bad spirit within yourself. But your soul will be the, the communications that letting you know that you have a bad spirit on you or that you need to work on your spirit, your soul, your, your whole entire inner essence. That, that, that light binging within you that is saying, I want to shine. But your spirit is so bad that I'm unable to. That's the difference between soul and spirit. Nice. So this is another topic. So what, what is and who is God? We know that we are the, the physical, you know, in human form, the physical manifestation, expressions right. of right. God. But who is, who is this being? Who is well, this higher but, thing? What 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 and who what? Huh? I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it in terms where they can they can receive it. Anything that has your attention and control is your God. So your phone can be your God or your devil. So that's a way that you can view this. But to me, if you're asking me, you know, personally, what I what I think, I think, you no, know, God, God is omnipresent. Omnipresence is being able to know good and know bad and to know both sides of it. That, to me, is what God is. And then he brought the black gene to the physical realm. And that created many gods. So when you hear the term Elohim, that is, that's us. That's the star. That's the stars on earth. We are Elohim. We are many gods all within this one individual realm trying to create and raise the frequency of other individuals. So that what a light bringer is. A light bringer is a, a example and a reflection of God itself, not himself, itself, because it's a, it's omnipresent. It's a, it's a dragon. It's, it's both you no know, aspects of everything. It's, it includes the entire universe, which is a feminine thing. 
And then it includes all the action on it, which is the masculine aspects. Wow. Thank you, baby. Too good. Wow. So, yeah. so that's yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something. That's something to think about. So, like anything that catches your attention and has your attention is your God. So, if you put your attention on yourself, then who's your God? Right. That re that just reminded me of that show. It was a show out a few years ago called The American God. Mm. <laughs> I only watched a couple of episodes of it, but that was basically the gist of it. Like everything basically is God, but it's about what you're giving your major focus to. Right. You know what I'm saying? That consumes um, your life, basically. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So in your heart of all hearts, what is something that you just really, really, really want people to know and understand. That spirituality can't save you from what you're going through. That's something that I, I want to, you know, really say. Like, I fell victim to that as well. So getting readings and picking up crystals and saying ashe and namaste and all of this won't fix you. Wearing kufis, all this stuff will not fix what's going on within you until you learn to address everything that is going on with you. So that's almost like church goers and believing in, in an outer source savior. Like there's nothing outside of yourself, yourself that is going to save you from what you are causing yourself. And you have to remember, like I said earlier in this, um, in this, 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 this meeting that we bring all of our experiences to ourselves you know whether they're good or bad and we sometimes we bring the bad in order for us to know what good is so you you got to understand that you are the one that is doing making all the moves in your life not anything outside of yourself and once you think like outside of yourself is going to save you now you're actually preventing yourself from actually growing you're really undermining the god which is you you're undermining your own individual power and you're, you're giving it away. So now you got ancestors on the spiritual realm that are pissed off and not going to help you and assist you because they're like, why aren't you giving your power away to somebody else when everything you need is inside of yourself? Mm. So having said that, what is, what are your thoughts about reincarnation? Um, it, to me, it's a bad thing unless you reincarnate to do a good thing. So, for for instance, like I know for a fact I don't want to come back here. So, um, I'm doing everything that I know that I need to do so that I don't come back to Earth. You know, what I'm saying this 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 matrix and this show. I, my job was you no know, me as a, a life path. You no know, eleven was to be a, a healer. So inevitably, regardless of whatever. I went path that I choose my part of my mission was to open minds of other people or to raise the consciousness and frequency of other individuals and to remind the gods that they are gods. That's a part of my soul contract. And once I accomplish that, then I have no worries about reincarnating and coming back here. Some people really come back reincarnated because they hated cheaters, but they was cheating or they hated liars, but you was a liar. 
and you hated racism, but you was racist. So now you come back to earth as that race that, that you hated. Some people going to come back as a woman because they didn't want women wrong. Some women going to come back as a man because you did men wrong. This is the levels of reincarnation. And, you know, sometimes your, your children can, can, can inevitably, you know, take on your karma through your reincarnation. So, like, now you have, that's why you look at your children and say, this is my reflection. You know, they are literally your reflection. And they take on all the good aspects of you, of you as well as all the bad ones. That is so funny and it's hilarious too. <laughs> Watch right. these little people. <laughs> I mean, me and my wife talk about this all the time as far as like not coming back and not reincarnating because that means you didn't do something well. And I also had to be be reminded, you know, from me watching the video yesterday about having too high of a vibration and being too spiritual and being too light. And sometimes that isn't good. Sometimes that isn't going to help you on your path. You got to know how to bring the dial down a little bit. And that's when I started to you know think differently about money because sometimes you can be catching angels number 222-444-5458. It's not, now that I realize it's not a good thing because that's mean you're not paying attention the first time. So if you keep getting messages and warnings and things of that nature, that's the ancestors actually telling you that you are hard-headed, not something that's good. I mean, if you're doing something good and you see 222, two, two, that means that you are in alignment, of course. If you see 1111, that means you're tapping into your, your intuition, of course. But if you see 666 and 999 and you think, oh, that's just sending me a message. No, they're actually telling you that your ass is hard-headed. 66 is telling you to be more in your spiritual aspects and stop being so analytical and worrying about numbers and your money and stress about money because that is, that is preventing you from getting it that's preventing you from the energy of receiving money and then 999 is no birth and reset so it means something could be coming to an end so something could be beginning to start and that could be good or that can be bad depending on whoever you are in your life and whatever you no know, level you are wow so you were talking about light workers before mm -hmm. right that's another mm -hmm. um title that's been being thrown around a lot so right. how do you know you know if well, you're a light worker well first, firstly let, let me say this um i said this yesterday as well everybody isn't a light worker everybody isn't chosen everybody isn't a healer everybody isn't that isn't their path some people have agreed to be what they are some people agreed to be stuck up under religion some people have agreed to be hookers or drug addicts, some people agreed to be that and part of their soul contract. So as individuals who are light workers and healers and things of that nature, you have to learn how to go hermit modes, harvest your energy and get out of people's way because you can hurt yourself by trying to help somebody that, that has already agreed to their contract. So to identify your, yourself and to know if you are a light worker or a healer or a chosen one or a star seed is to actually be, you know, mindful of the trauma that you went through be mindful of the things that you went through the darkness that you went through and and how did you heal yourself from it because that's the gift that you're going to be able to give to other people and that's why you're here on earth that is why you went through the things that you went through so you can elevate ascend through those experiences of yourself your lower chakra experiences to activate your pioneer gland your third eye so now you can use your voice your, your throat chakra to communicate with other guys and tell them 
what's going on. And that was a part of your soul contract. So most people go through what we call trauma or bad experiences for that exact reason, because other individuals saw your light. They ignored your potential. They ignored your magic. They ignored the fact that you were talk, telling people that you were seeing imaginary friends and you didn't want to go around people because you had that feeling within you as a child that said, these people are bad people. And you just never knew why you could communicate to yourself the way that you did. And that's how you know when you are a chosen one, a sending one, and a light work. Wow. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So um, I know I asked a lot of questions. That's the oh, no, no, yeah. it, it, it's fine. It's fine. I got um, I'm probably gonna get get ready to get 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 off here in a minute. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Go do some walking. We try to incorporate 30 minutes of walking each day because you no know, walking actually increases your vitality, increases your 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 lifespan. Most people realize that we have jobs and we have certain things that prevent us from actually moving the body. But when you think about how the body is designed, the anatomy is designed, it isn't meant for one muscle or to something to be standing in periodic times for hours. It's meant for your body to actually keep moving. This is why certain places you have people living up to 105, 106, because their environment revolves walking to every damn place. Right. And then and on top of their diet. So they don't eat things that are dead. They eat things that increases their, their lifespan. Right. Beautiful. So give us a message that you want to close out with here. Okay. Okay. The message I have for y'all is you are God. You create your reality and nothing outside of yourself can save yourself. You can either be a God or you can even be the devil. You know, whatever vibration that you are, you know, leaning to the most. So don't blame anything outside of yourself from what's going on into your life because you are magnesium. You are magnetic and you can attract what you're you're dealing with. So if you are attracting bullshit, maybe you need to stop being bullshit. If you are attracting blessings and good things and godly things, that means you're doing a good job because you know who you are. And that's what I want to leave y'all with. Wow. I say. I say, I say. Well, we appreciate you and we appreciate your time and major. No problem. No problem. Make, hope, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I come back, you know what I'm saying? And, oh, you know, I have more things. No, of course. I would love, I would love, love, love for that to happen. Okay. So okay. Give a shout out to everybody watching the show and say thank you so much for tuning in. And we have so many more great episodes coming up with this young man, this young brother. Okay. And I young love up the age. Like, and, you know, just to further it, like, there are so many young people that yeah. are tuning in and it's so, mm. it's so beautiful. So I just want to um, thank you for your energy that you're putting no out here and thank you for the work that you're doing. No problem. That's part of my contract. I couldn't know it and know it if I wanted to. <laughs> I, ain't trying to come, I ain't trying to come back here <laughs> I'm on the same page. You cannot ignore it. Spirit, my spirit won't allow it anymore. It's like, right. yeah, let's make this happen. But I appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in and peace.